All right, here we go. Five minutes to get you hooked or you'll leave. As promised, here's part two to figure out why I'm still single. I know at the end of episode one, I said tomorrow part two will come. Yeah, that was a lie. Um, It's hard to do this. It's the most insecure I've ever felt in a long time, but I want to put myself out there and I'm going to do this and I'm going to follow through. So here's episode two. To begin, here are some facts about me that are important for this episode. I'm brown or like a shade of brown. I have curly hair. I have sizable boobs, which is important to know. I'm not just saying that just to say that. It's important to know because I'm Southeast Asian and I basically have never fit the beauty standards of long, black, silky, straight hair, and a flat, petite, slim body. Um, I have known that since I was five years old, when all the women would say, oh, what is she? Why does she look like that? Why is she curvy? She's kind of big. She, Oh, her cheeks are too chubby. Yeah, I know. Um, terrible things to say to a five-year-old. It's like body image issues were just like fed into me from the very beginning. Also, because I come from a mixed family, and by mixed family, I mean that we have like distant cousins that are Greek, but it's like, it has nothing to do with me. But for some reason, Pakistani people don't even think I look Pakistani. And white people, obviously, I don't look white. So then if I don't look Pakistani, if I don't fit in, like, where do I go? Like, what am I? You know, I've never really known. Um, Lastly, you need to know, I had a 40-pound weight gain then lost 50 pounds. So for most of my adult life, which is around five, six years now, I've had body image issues, which let me tell you, is not fun. After losing the weight, however, people thought that saying you're pretty again (laughs) was an acceptable compliment. And you heard that right. People can't just be like, oh, you look good. Or, oh my God, they have to say, you look great now. What happened? How much weight did you lose? You're pretty now. You're pretty again. It's like, when the fuck was I not pretty? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why do you think that's acceptable to say to someone? And lastly, lastly, um, I took stats in college. So I wanted to statistically point out that I've had five crushes in my entire life. Hopefully you listened to episode one. So there's been five UNs. If you haven't listened to episode one, this might be very confusing. But any person that I have a crush on, which is five people, I call them a Ewan because I can't say their names. I mean, I doubt they'll be listening to this podcast, but you never know, you know, just to be safe. There's been five Ewans in my life and only one of those Ewans has had a crush on me. So those are terrible odds. Those are terrible statistics. One out of five. I mean, it's great. No, that's not even great. It's like one out of five people can like live you know, gets this disease or one out of five. It's just one out of five is never a good number. It's just never a good number. It's not a good fraction. So what went wrong? Like, why do I think that I am uncrushable? And by uncrushable, I don't mean like someone who can't be defeated. Uncrushable, I genuinely mean someone who just no one has a crush on, to my knowledge, by the way. Let's start with religious Ewan. There wasn't a chance. As an elementary school kid, I never spoke. And I was so shy, so shy. I was so shy. I never spoke a single word to anybody. And I think a factor to that 
was that I was one of the only brown kids in my entire school. And I went to a magnet school. And my family was the only Pakistani-American family at that school for nine years. Then when I went to high school, there was, again, no other Pakistani family. There were some Indian families, but that's about it. Like me and four Indian families, and that's it. Orange County for you people. Anyways, how it ended was that he thought I believed in a thousand gods, wrong religion, wrong ethnicity, and for the record, I'm not really any type of religious. So when he said that, nine-year-old me was like, fuck that, like, never mind, he's naive and I don't like him anymore. That's how that ended. Then middle school Ewan, again, I was shy and I never spoke, so we started talking very late into my crush. I mean, I thought he was super cute, so that's why, like, I continued to crush on him. But it it ended because when we started talking, I realized that I couldn't really have a conversation with him. And this is why. I mentioned Gandalf the Grey, and I made a joke that I was very proud of, saying that, oh, if you don't finish, like, your math program, then you shall not pass. Get it? I hope you get it. It's an iconic Gandalf line. And he didn't know what I was talking about. Immediately, it just shattered away. Lord of the Rings was my life as a kid. It was my life. It was my everything. And he didn't know what that was. He wasn't it. That, and also, once we were talking, and he told me that he loved me. And I think he meant it. But as a friend who made him laugh, when he told me that he loved me, I told him, I love me too. And that's how that ended. <laughs> now we're in high school. High school freshman me, again, was super shy and never spoke. Now that my friends would go out to restaurants and get fast food or whatever, I was so shy and I'm so insecure that my friends would order my meals for me. Like I couldn't even like talk to the waiter or talk to the cashier and tell them what I wanted because I was so insecure and I couldn't get the words out. That's when I say I was insecure and I never spoke. Like that's how bad it was. Anyways, I um, first laid eyes on Surfer Ewan. Oh my God. Surfer Ewan, like California boy down to the T. He was so good looking. He was so good looking and like the best looking Ewan in my life. But here's the thing. I didn't like him for his looks. I developed a crush because I thought he had the most amazing and genuine smile. This story is actually quite funny. I met him at a carnival, said some stupid Julia Roberts line that I heard in a movie and it totally worked for her in the movies but it didn't work for me in real life um he probably thought I was an idiot never spoke to him again had a crush on him for two years then this past year actually this past year during like the holidays I was on Instagram and all of a sudden on my feed I see a picture and I click on it and I'm like holy shit that's surfer Ewan that's Surfer Ewan. And I never spoke to him. But guess what, people? I speak now. 
I can speak now. I speak to people. I'm going to speak to him. So I messaged him and we hung out and I made out a shit ton. And I mean, a shit ton would serve for you and in my car. Success. It, I thought it'd be great. Like we could have a lot of fun. We could hang out. Then early on, um, he told me that he had voted for Donald Trump. And I just, it all went to shit after that date. I don't know why, but I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Anytime he did something cute, I'd be like, oh, that's so cute. But uh, you voted for Donald Trump. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not a Trump. I, I can't imagine. Like, I, can't, I just can't. I know it all went to shit. And that's how that ended. So now we move on. We move on to President Ewan. So for President Ewan, we have to go back to junior year of high school. When I started speaking a little bit and started kind of having my own voice, President Ewan is just the type of crush that almost everyone gets on the most popular guy or girl in school. I didn't really speak to him as much as I could have, um, but there was no real substance to this crush. It was just, you know, that one crush that I feel like everyone develops on, you know, like I said, like that popular person. So it ended because it never really began. So, so far, I've realized that I've felt like we've learned two things so far. I fall for people's traits. And you know why it doesn't go anywhere? Because I never spoke to them. I was just so insecure and so shy that I never spoke to them. I've learned that now. And here's what makes Swedish Ewan different. So if you guys listen to episode one, you guys know that Swedish Ewan was the Ewan of all Ewans. I'm not going to go into depth about that anymore, but he just had all the traits that all the other four Ewans put together had. And I had the biggest crush. I almost like completely fell for this guy. Um, and what made him stand out is that he was the one out of five. He was the one Ewan that actually had a crush on me. And my entire life, because I don't know who's had a crush on me. You know, I don't know if I've been anyone's Ewan McGregor. Um, so, but I know that I was his. I found someone that had a crush on me. I was stalked, observed, admired, and thought of in the best, non-creepy, most wonderful way. And it changed me. And you want to know something? You know, you want to know something why it's so hard for me to get over Swedish Ewan and why it was so hard to get over him? I met Swedish Ewan when I had had my 40 pound weight gain. And then we reunited when I had my 50 pound weight loss. And he was one of the only ones that didn't say and didn't think that I looked so different. And I quote the so different. He never said that. He never thought it. Here's what I'm getting at. Swedish Ewan made me realize that I am not uncrushable. I'm actually very crushable. I hope you guys remember that I don't mean crushable by the actual definition of crushable. What I mean is that I, who I am as a person, my personality, my laughter, my looks, my hair, my body, what I like, what I'm into are all traits that someone out there can have a crush on. 
I'm capable of being someone's Ewan McGregor. So that's lesson two. I am enough. I am completely, absolutely enough. What I have to offer to someone should and is enough. There is someone out there that can take what I have to offer and just love me and like me and admire me just the way that I am. This doesn't mean that I'm ready to settle down. Um, but it does mean that I think that from now on, I'm going to put myself out there more. I'm going to take the chance. I'm going to take a bunch of chances. I'm going to take chance after chance to try and get to meet new people, to try and get to know more people, because I know that I can offer something special. I'm not saying that I'm like, oh, one in a million, but I think I can be one out of five. You know, like I think like those odds aren't as bad anymore. And that's lesson number two. I don't know why episode one was really long. I just guess I went on a rant because I love you and McGregor so much. And, you know, he's an obsession of mine. But these episodes are going to be around 10 to 15 minutes. It's just I do have a lot to say. And I think that this is the best way for me to say it and the best way for me to try and put myself out there and get people to learn that, you know, you don't have to be some special one-of-a-kind superhero. You can just be a normal human being who goes through normal things in their normal life and extraordinary lessons can be learned from all of that. With that being said, episode three, I am not going to say that it's going to come out tomorrow because it takes me forever to get myself to record something that doesn't make me cringe. Um, Episode three is actually going to be about the fact that I never used to speak. I never used to speak. My mom had to order everything for me if we ever went out to eat. My mom had to introduce me to people because I would never make friends on my own. My friends then had to order my meals because I could never get myself to speak to waiters or cashiers or anyone that was trying to take my order. Um, my friends had to buy my tickets at movie theaters at times. Like I was just incredibly shy. So how am I not shy anymore? What happened to me? Like, why can, did I go from not being able to speak to not being able to shut the fuck up? That's going to be episode three. And I hope that if anything, this is 10 minutes or 15 minutes of just escape for you from whatever's going on in your life right now. Have a great Sunday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever day you're listening to this episode. Um, And I will see you then.